0: Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of
1: Service. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds of Service. Featuring Bill Reith, who is the outgoing CEO of Crossroads United Way. Sounds of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Oh, Bill, as you prepare for what is going to be a busy couple of months, uh, wrapping up a, a dozen years at Crossroads United Way. Uh, I'm sure it comes as a little bit on the bittersweet side. You're moving on to into the unknown in, in three or four months from now. Uh, but at the same time, you're looking back at at 12 years of a life very well lived.
0: Yeah, thank you. Actually, it'll be 13 at the end of the year oh when, my goodness. Yeah. when I conclude. Uh, but yeah, it's been a wonderful experience. As you know, Vince, we live in an incredible community uh, with really caring and giving people Lots of people have had a chance to interact with uh, over the years, and as I look back, yeah, it's been a joy. Uh, It's been fun. It's been challenging at times. Mm -hmm. You know, we've had the flood, we've had tornadoes. (laughs) You know, we've had, uh, of course, the pandemic, Mm -hmm. uh, which has stressed all of us out. But it's it's been a a great uh, uh, privilege to be a part of uh, walking the. Uh, in step with our uh, community um, over the last 13 years.
1: Whether I'm emceeing an event or with mm-hmm. you at a table or now doing a podcast, I know that I am not getting away without this. So let's just get it out of the way before the next 14 minutes unroll. Give me a Bill Reith joke.
0: Well, it's not really a joke. It was I was in Staples the other day. You know, Kids are getting ready to yeah, go back to school, yeah. and they had a new product kids as they're going oh, yeah. back to school. They've got yeah. a pencil now that's got two erasers on it, uh one on each end. And I thought that's pointless.
1: <laughs> like I said, let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> but it sets up one of the questions I wanted to ask Bill is mm-hmm. that um of of a handful of people that I could describe like this as you you are the eternal optimist. You you have I mean, I have never seen you in a bad mood. I've seen you when you're a little upset, but I've never seen you in a bad mood that lasted very long. I've never seen you in a situation where you felt like it was a situation of desperation. I've seen you frustrated, but not exasperated. So the question I have is, is, as you look at this, as you're wrapping up 13 years now at the United Way, where does that come from? Where does that optimism come from? That natural feeling of, you know what, it's going to get better.
0: Well, it really stems from my faith. Okay. Um, I became a follower of Christ a long time ago and I really believe, uh, that that exists, that he loves us, that he cares for us and that there is a better world. And, uh, I believe that he deeply cares for people. And I believe that, um, through my faith that that there is uh always a way forward, even mm-hmm. when things are difficult uh that a what it might appear as a negative or a no is maybe a not yet and maybe something better and uh, my experience after being a non uh, profit work for a long uh, time now is that there um always is a rainbow at the end of the, that cloudy day and That's not to negate the cloudy days, not to negate the challenges, Mm -hmm. the difficulties that people face. But uh, I really really believe that there is always a way forward and that uh, even in the midst of of challenges, there is really a brighter tomorrow and a better future. And I think that's ultimately uh, from an eternal perspective, but also in a, a very local now. Perspective. And
1: you, and you began your career in the pews and mm-hmm. in the pulpit and then went into nonprofit work. And as you said, you spent an awful lot of time doing nonprofit, not only as your employment, but also as a volunteer. You're mm-hmm. one of the founding board members for the Goshen Education Association and you've been involved in so many other endeavors here in Elkhart County. But transforming that faith, and we are a community of great faith, I, mm-hmm. I truly believe that, but transforming that faith into action. Um, has to be one of the most attractive things of your career so far.
0: Uh, it is. Um, it, it's it's fun to, um, it's just fun to have an opportunity to interact with people. I'm, I really am a people person. I'm mm-hmm. a true extrovert. I'm energized by being around people. And I think that as you interact uh, with people, that you can find solutions to challenges that people are facing. I, I love being around people that are Uh, smarter uh, better looking um, have uh, other ways of looking at things and I think that collaboratively um, you can come up with a solution uh, to about any problem
1: if I'm worried about people that are smarter or better looking than me I'm not leaving anybody out
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way
1: (laughs) Bill the United Way experience Um, you've you've gone through tremendous change Um, Hmm. I would I, I would ask running it through this prism of did you leave it better than you found it kind of thing. But the probably the biggest change is just in the service area. You've gone from strictly Elkhart County to including Noble County and including LaGrange County, and that's where we get the crossroads. Talk a little bit about the metamorphosis of that change.
0: So we're really following a historic pattern because United Way as an organization started back in the 1880s in Denver, Colorado uh, with a a priest, a rabbi, a couple women, and a couple pastors. You know, you put them in a bar and you've got a joke. <laughs> and uh, these folks came together because Denver was kind of a Wild West town. People were moving there because of tuberculosis and for other health reasons. Mm-hmm. It was a good place. These community leaders came together and said, you know, we've got these issues. Here's some solutions. What are the resources we need? They were brilliant early marketeers. They put a large chest in the middle of town and called it a community chest and said, if you've got some clothing, if you've got some food, here's a Mm -hmm. bank nearby, you know, let's come together and help our community. So this idea of neighbor helping neighbor in this matter, it spread across uh, the nation. At one point, many communities had a United Way, and in Elkhart County, at one point, we had a United Way in Napanee, Goshen, and Elkhart. But then as time goes on, those United Ways started Mm. consolidating. So Goshen, Elkhart, and Napanee some time ago back in the 70s came together and became the United Way of Elkhart County. And as more time uh, went on, it seemed uh, pretty logical for the United Way of LaGrange County and the United Way of Noble County for all of us to join forces because for economic reasons, commuter patterns, and just the synergy that comes from doing things together.
1: It's interesting, the metamorphosis, too, of the United Way service model uh way back in my day in in the in when I was in high school the united way collected, you know, funds and donations and then they passed them out to a couple of different nonprofit agencies. Back then a whole lot fewer nonprofit agencies and that kind of shaped people's opinion of the united way. Now united way has become more of a driver of innovation and community resource and and trying to help develop long-term community solutions. How difficult has that transition been to sell to the general public, to people like me who have one view of what United Way is and now having what United Way really is?
0: Yeah, so uh, anytime you kind of uh, change a bit, it takes some time. But we actually have gone back to our historic roots. As Mm -hmm. I shared back in Denver, it was community leaders getting together, identifying issues, finding solutions. So the United Way largely did that up into some point in the 1950s. They, they largely continued to look at the communities, identify issues, find solutions, mm-hmm. and and gather those resources, and gather largely through payroll deductions. So if you and I had been in the workforce uh, in the early 50s, and you would give, if you were a part of a faith community, you would give to that, and then the rest of your giving, you would give to the United Way, which mm-hmm. would cover those needs in your community. But some point in the '50s, as organizations began uh, to grow, United Way basically became an organization that just funded those community partners. But in the uh, early 2000s, started returning to its roots, mm-hmm. getting back to that, and it is a change. It's going back to our historic roots, though it took uh, a lot of communication. Although locally, you saw some of that DNA. Um, uh, ADAC ultimately came out of some DNA roots back in the 50s with uh, O'Shondale and United Way. CAPS came out of uh, uh, United Way DNA back in the 70s. So, you know, United Way all that time had been looking at, at issues that our community was facing, trying to find solutions. And in the case, of the case of ADAC and CAPS, it actually spun off whole new organizations. You know, a lot of community stakeholders involved, but United Way was right at the center. So it was... It was re- Turning to our roots, but then a lot of communication uh, with uh, community members. And one way we did that is we started doing a lot of community conversations. Mm-hmm. So we had the data to back up uh, what we were uh, doing. Uh, locally, we partnered uh, on a larger scale with the um, Rutgers University from New Jersey, and where they had done a lot of research on what they called Alice which stands mm-hmm. for asset limited income constrained but employed yep. what would have been historically called the working poor people yep, who I was worked on
1: that original search committee yeah
0: you were and so so as we communicated that data our own analysis you know people in the community began to recognize that you know th- this is the right way to go take this macro approach looking at the community and then look for solutions
1: boy and Alice was a wake up call for me i think i got more individual education in the nonprofit world in that, in those series of sessions, Mm -hmm. Uh, in part because I, I then got, I at that time had just made the transition from Basher Children's Home to working at Mutual Bank. And when we were talking about Alice families and, and Alice workers, and in particular, single women, that was really what stood out to me. And I'm looking as a regional manager, I'm, I'm looking at what I'm learning in the Alice sessions and then sitting in my office at Mutual Bank and went, Oh my Lord, i have some alice workers and and that wake up call i'm sure resonated throughout the county not just with little Vince.
0: yeah it did as as uh, employers and people in the community being began recognizing we have a lot of people that are working hard but still are living very much paycheck to paycheck you know barely head above water and mm-hmm. what can we do as a as a community to better support those working families that, that are working hard highly motivated mm-hmm. But it is really tough. And we still have that in our community. About one out of four families still are uh, working hard but on the low side of assets. And we follow pretty much the national uh, patterns that, that uh, there are many families in our uh, community that don't even have $400 in savings. So, you know, one one blown tire, one uh, catastrophe uh, where they have um One child expenses. illness. Yep. Your child breaks an arm, you know. You need a cast, and Mm -hmm. your insurance doesn't cover all of that. It makes it very tough for a lot of families in our community.
1: Bill, I purposely did not prepare you for this because I wanted to get to the middle of your heart. But in in these last two questions, number one, what give us just one of your favorite success stories, individual success stories that touched your heart during your tenure?
0: Wow, there's just a lot of stories. Uh, to, I'll change you slightly just to protect. Correct. Yeah. Uh, I totally uh, figured Protect yeah. some privacy, but we had, uh, one single mom, uh, with a couple kids and, uh, working hard, um, and always really struggling, you know, to make mm-hmm. ends meet just really as a single working mom with two kids. So we were able to connect her to some uh, financial uh, uh, coaching. Even with the financial coaching, it's like you do not earn enough at your current uh, vocation that it's e- you're ever going to really uh, rise above. It's always going to be very much a struggle. So I got that individual some coaching that helped identify some skill sets. That individual then went on to some uh, additional training and went on to a profession that that she's now gainfully employed in, uh, doing much better economically, really happy about her uh, new career, and uh, now is a homeowner uh, as well. So it's, uh, and and, uh, rather than paying rent, and no disrespect for people Mm -hmm. that rent homes, but you know, her money is now going into her own place. It's been transformative for her personally and generationally uh, for her children. So, So I feel really excited. That's one of many stories oh, but, i'm sure hundreds yeah. but but it's exciting to see that 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 young single mom um that, it, but you know doing much better and much better for her children
1: well and that's always been important for pat and I in our own home and in our own involvement mm-hmm. is that when we can when we can take the macro and turn it into the micro or the individual it just it just makes a big big difference so again yeah. There's a whole list, and I'm asking you to narrow it to one or two, but as you get ready to hand off the baton, what do you see as some of the biggest challenges here in Elkhart County uh, when it comes to the services that Crossroads United Way provides? What are some things we really need to start paying attention to or better attention to?
0: Well, certainly we still have those Alice families, uh, people that need uh, help in um, moving to uh Uh, a more sustainable uh, lifestyle or learning um, some uh, basic financial skills. Uh, Mental health uh, continues to be a big issue that's impacting many families. That's coupled with loneliness. Uh, You know, the the internet and uh, the social media things that we have, those certainly uh, do not meet people's uh, aloneness needs. And that uh, applies into the mental health. Uh, Most recently, our economy has been a little squishy, Mm -hmm. a little soft. We have people working, but largely underemployed, and that's tough. You know, we've seen a big uptick recently uh, and needs for direct uh, assistance. But I think as we uh, look ahead, we have to continue as a community to look uh, for ways of supporting those people, the Alice families that are working hard and um, that's still falling short and um, addressing some of those mental health issues, you know, that that is not a stigma um, and affordable housing. I mean, you hear that, you hear some of those things all the time, mm-hmm. but um, quality, affordable housing. And finally, one other thing uh-huh. that's uh, really critical is um, our work with building strong brains or early childhood. Mm-hmm. You know, kids under five, they, uh it's one of the most critical times uh every minute when you're under 5 you form 1 million new neural connections 1 million a minute which is an incredible <laughs> and and the things that help those little guys and gals uh develop are not complicated and are so critical so all that we can do as a community to support young parents and support these these little guys and gals will just Bless countless generations of not only those kids, but countless generations as those kids really
1: flourish. Well, we can hear the passion in your voice as you talk about that. We know that you may be done at Crossroads Mm -hmm. United Way, but you're not done uh, serving the community. We just know that enough about you. Bill, on behalf of Goshen and Elkhart County, thank you for everything you've done. We certainly appreciate that.
0: Well, thank you. And a big thank you to uh, my community. I love our community, it is full of people that are passionate, that are kind, that are loving, that are giving, that are philanthropic. Uh, we live in an incredible community, and I'm just very blessed.
1: Very blessed. As, as my friend Kevin Derry likes to say, more blessings than challenges. We're, we're very fortunate. Thanks again, Bill. Sounds Around Town has been presented in part by DJ Construction. Decidedly different. Don't forget, Sound of Goshen includes Sound of the Economy, Sound of Success, Sound of Service, and Sounds Around Town.